Oh, God, that's terrifying. Sussy Rosie. Oh, my God. You're scaring the crap out of everybody on here. And you're ruining your hair. I don't know what's worse. Can't ruin this hair. What's going on? So good to see your face, dude. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, I dressed up as a generic uh, NFL TV host today. Here you go. How'd I do? You're sexy, man. No matter what you do, you can't hide that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get going with it. Uh, it is a <laughs> Sunday edition of baseball today. It is presented to you by our friends at Dugout Mugs. We're going to tell you shortly how you can save 35% on all your Dugout Mugs goodies. But a few things. Uh, first of all, pay our respects to the late Jimmy, Jerry Remy, who passed away. We just got word of that earlier today. Uh, he had been fighting cancer seven different times. So the legendary Red Sox player and broadcaster gone at the age of 68. Uh, boy, you talk about a guy who, who showed some courage over the years. He just kept battling, kept wanting to get back in that broadcast booth and be around the game that he loved so dearly. Yeah, that's very sad. I didn't know that. So Yeah. So shout out to uh, to Jerry Remy and all of Red Sox Nation, who I'm sure is going through some really difficult stuff today, um, which is kind of an odd time, but odd time because we are celebrating uh, this great game and what might be the final day of the baseball season, which is really weird to come to grips with, I think, because this is stuff that starts in middle February with spring training, and then at times the season seems like it'll never end, and then here you are, what might be at the very end, and you're like, what is going on here? I think the timing of it feels absolutely perfect. Going through a full season, like doing what we did this year, covering the game, I feel the same way. Like I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, the off season's ahead of us. I'm very excited for the World Series and all the things that are going on, but my goodness, like I feel I feel gassed. I feel like I'm playing in the World Series right now. <laughs> Seriously, how how do you feel compared to when you were a player playing one sixty two? Obviously it's it's a easier on your but like what we do, like covering the game, following it, like it's a long season. Yeah, it's exhausting, isn't it? Long season and not as physically demanding. That's just want to make that clear for everybody. Oh. But mentally, and it's a grind. Okay. All right. So uh, let's hit the rewind button on game four first. Uh, Astros seemingly had it in control. And then in the seventh inning, things went haywire. They brought in Christian Javier. No problem with that move. I thought it was a great move. And then Swanson. And Solaire, as a pinch hitter, go back-to-back, -back, give the Braves a 3-2 lead that they would not relinquish. Uh, scale of 1-5, to five, how shocked were you that that transpired that way? Five. That was just a good old-fashioned baseball moment right there. That's a, an October moment for the ages. I mean, Dansby, I both of them just got mistakes to hit. Eight and, eight and nine, you got Dansby coming up, then a pinch hitter. Solaire was already on deck, so you knew what you were facing. One, two, heater to Dansby, just over the middle of the plate. That's it. You know, he puts it out to right field, and the same thing to Solaire, two, one, hanger. And, I mean, big league hitters don't miss those pitches very often. Um, but to come off the bench like Solaire did, too, to follow it up is it's tough because when – I'll say this about it, and then I want to hear your thoughts. When you see a guy in front of you hit a bomb, immediately in your mind you're like, I want to hit a back-to-back -back bomb. I want to hit one, too. I want to put us up. And usually that's bad for you. That's bad to get in state of mind. But I don't know if Solaire was thinking that, but he did it. So whatever he was thinking, thumbs up. And I got to tell you, Swanson's 
was not only was it perfect timing, as we want to welcome in Miguel Rojas to the chat. Miggy Rowe, good to see you, my man. Hey, by the way, his pick, his pre-series uh, pick of MVP was Travis Darno, and he's got a shot at it. Okay. So, yeah. So, Miggy, keep doing your thing. And also, everybody in the chat, let's congratulate Miguel Rojas on getting his two-year extension, which is flat-out awesome. Everybody at the Rose Rotation and John Boyd Media, so proud of the guy. It's not just about this. It's about much more than that. Just want to say that. Just, although it is about that too it's, i love miggy he's very well deserved it's, it could be about this that's okay you worked hard for it man you oh, hell it. yes it is hell yes it is um so with swanson he had a great regular season right i did first of all i didn't expect him to get a heater one two i don't know about you i mean he was just where was this where was another slider on that yeah you just trying to trick him right there or maybe like expand the zone to go yeah. back I don't. Yeah. yeah. I was happy for him in part. Did you listen to his post-game interview on Fox? Mm -mm. Oh, go back and find it. It was that good. Okay. This is a guy that, that grew up uh, a huge Braves fan, Hawks fan, Falcons fan. Even though he was the number one pick, he talked a little bit about the struggles of being traded almost immediately after being the number one pick. He didn't understand it. He gets to Atlanta. He meets his girlfriend, who is a soccer star, you know, on the U.S. national team. He ends up kind of finding some balance in his life, being around family, and it really encapsulating all the stuff that we don't see as fans, that you go through as a player, and the ups and downs and all that sort of stuff. I just thought, I thought the post-game interview was great, and it only happened because he hit what ended up being the game-tying home run, and then Soler hits that four-iron that – you know, uh, Jordan missed by about that much. Jake asked me after that, he said, Do you, does Rosie catch that? He goes, what percentage of big leaders catch me? Jake asked me that. If this Rosie catches it? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together right there. Wow, right over here. Um, I, I, I said like 5%. I feel like not many left fielders catch that ball. But, you know, Jordan made it look kind of like close, but he's like tall and – right. I, he really went back and looked at some very difficult players. 107 off the bat. Yeah. By the way, there aren't going to be a lot of quarterbacks that take a rib shot like Jordan Alvarez did last night in that fence. Oof. I hope he's okay today because that could be a little sore. Oh, yeah. That's sore for sure. Yeah. All right. Kyle Wright uh, came into the game in the first inning after the starter, Dylan Lee, only recorded one out. Uh, then he got out of a jam, proceeded to give the Braves four and two-thirds, giving up only one run in that span. How much did he save their ass? The entire way. I mean, Snicker said it himself after the game. He's like, he he won the game for us. Coming in the situation he came in, and that's that's nightmare scenario for people. Basically, yeah. on out facing Carlos Correa. I mean, this guy's. I know he hasn't done much in the World Series yet. But he's a postseason guy. Like in those moments, when you're watching that, you're almost expecting him to hit a grand slam. Right. Gets in the ground out, gets the strike out of Tucker, which is almost as equally impressive. And then, yeah, it goes and gives them distance and length to get it back to their, to the bullpen guys they want to get it to. It was, it was everything, and that's what it takes. You know, that's why Atlanta's, you know, where they're at. They've had guys step up like that and, and put them in these situations after having, you know, Charlie go down and all that good stuff. So, kudos, man. Well, this is the second time we've seen this with them. We talked about it yesterday. It was the last time that they had a full uh, arm barn game. And by the way, for everybody who's saying, we're just having fun with the arm barn. That's all. Uh, the arm barn game that they did in game four of the NLCS as well. 
Drew Smiley was the guy that gave them length when they weren't expecting it. And here it's Kyle Wright. And you can understand yeah. why he was a first-round pick. I mean, the dude was just nasty. Uh, he was awesome. He was a lot of fun to watch, not for the Astros. And with the exception of the um, with the L Tuve home run, he was flawless. Yeah. He was great. He, was. He, you know, he has the stuff to get out of jams. And we saw him get into a few mm -hmm. different That's in an elim – not an elimination game, but a big postseason game like that. It's so important to have someone do that. Yeah, by, by the way, Ike – Ike the Llama, I think that's what your name is. You mean the shit house, Rose. That's mm. funny. I told uh, I told Brault and Glass now on the latest episode of the Rose Rotation, we were discussing the change from bullpen to arm barn. And Glass was like, well, I don't really care what they call it. Uh, <laughs> they could call it the shit house, and I'd be fine with it. So, hey, That's a good impression of him. <laughs> Except I need long, stringy hair, and I need to look like a Greek god. Yeah, he's too pretty to be, like, cursing. Like, let's – come on, man. Leave that to the ugly guys. Yeah. That's why right. we fucking do it. That's right. All right. More uh, more from the World Series momentarily. But Christmas, as it says on my sheet, is only 57 days away. That is no longer true. We're going to do an audible. Ooh. Christmas is only 55 days away. 55 days away. And Dugout Mugs is staying on top of all of your orders. You're going to get everything within a couple of days. But after that, you're leaving it up to all those shipping companies, whether it's FedEx or the Postal Service. And somebody in our chat said the other day, hey, listen, I work for the Postal Service. Listen to what these guys are saying. Everything is backed up. So go get your orders in now. Do it for your friends and your family. We've got so much goodness available, courtesy of Dugout Mugs, right? You can get the engraved stuff. You cannot get the skull cap. That'll scare people. That is not available at DugoutMugs.com with the code word John Boy. But maybe it is. Go check it out. Anyway, get the cool engraved stuff. I love it. You can get the Chris Rose rotation if you want to beat the neatest kid in your neighborhood. You can get the wind up. That is awesome. They got the bottle openers. We've got the uh, knob shots. Where the hell is my knob shot? I keep misplacing my knob shot every day. Seriously, here it is. Hey, uh, Skull and Crossbones, do you mind making a sound with me? Thank you. So here's the deal. Dugoutmugs.com, co-order John Boy. You're going to get 35% off of your offer. Plus, it's going to get there quickly, okay? Get ahead of the game. It's the last day of October. I keep hearing it's this Halloween thing. I'm not so sure. I cannot confirm that at this point. Go do your ordering. Code word John Boy, dugoutmugs.com, 35% off. It's better than any Black Friday offer you're going to see, and that ain't even coming for another three and a half weeks. Get your ordering done today. 55 days until Christmas. Let's go. And with that being said, let's get back to the – I don't know. Did you black out? Are you okay? Where'd you go? Ooh. What? <laughs> if you were Brian Snicker as we look ahead to game five, how would you utilize your pitching today? You got the off day tomorrow, so you almost have to go just all hands on – there might be an off-season tomorrow if he plays it right. I'm just saying, like, you can go all hands on deck knowing that you have a travel day tomorrow. I get it. Everyone wants to end in a five. If they end it in five, Chris, I will be absolutely livid. But you got to go A.J. Minter for some length, right? He's the guy. He's done it before. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you, you kind of look to have him do what Grinky did for the Astros last night. And yep. we, one time through the order, Grinky, Grinky did excellent. So I, I figure – Three from him, and then you just – I play matchups, and you can use everybody. The only guy that's not available is probably Kyle Wright. I mean, does Max Fried, if, if it's really crunch time, do no. you think open day? No. 
Probably not. So you take Creed no. and uh, Ion out, and everybody else is available, man. So I think you approach it like it's a must-win game. And I think he will. Like the night shift said, we're here to work. We don't care. The time off is coming. Let's finish this right now. They want to finish it in Atlanta. Yeah, they do. They want to win the championship there. They did it in 95 against my tribe. Uh, hasn't happened since then. Yeah, Minter is the guy to start, in my opinion. He did that against the Dodgers last year in the NLCS and was great. Then, yeah, Drew Smiley can give him some length. Everybody else is going to give him probably one inning at this point. And if you add it all up, if Minter and Smiley can give them a combined four innings to five innings, that'll be great. It all really depends on when they have to hit and where they are in the game. That's the thing you have to factor in in a National League ballpark. If they're down 2 nothing, and Minter has to hit and it's the second inning and sure. they've got a couple of guys on, he's out. Sure. So it might not totally be about their effectiveness, but where we are in the game on top of everything else. Yeah. That's, I mean, we're going to have to see yeah, where the pinch hitters are going to come in, like you said, and then – I think matchups are going to play a key here. Maybe we don't see those guys at the end of the game. Maybe we see him, you know, mid-game in a high-leverage situation, and then we have some length at the end. I don't know. I think he has a lot of ways he can do it. And honestly, he's got, you know, he can make mistakes now. He's got, he's got three. And Ryan points out in the chat, good job, Tucker Davidson. I don't think we've seen Tucker Davidson yet, but. Um... He's, he, he, they, he came up for Morton. Yeah. So that's another arm that. You know, we'll just be wowed by, I'm sure, out of Atlanta. Could be something special. By the way, what'd you think of my Granky call? Pretty good. Right? Pretty, pretty good. You know, he can hit a little bit. You got to get a little swing there. Totally. I, I've always been able to hit. I mean, Framber is the only one that's in your way now. Framber, you getting hit. No, one of the Braves pitchers could get a hit today. How many times are we going to get a Braves pitcher hitting, though? Like once? Right. White? Not much. Not much. No, I'm with you. Grinky has a chance to go down as the last pitcher. Well, that's not true, though, because Shohei's here. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he's not the last pitcher to ever get a hit because Shohei's going to freaking hit 60 bombs next year. So. You're right. You're right. I'm going to have to take it back. I'm going to have to take it back. But I th he's in such a different category. Can yeah. you let me have my moment? Yeah. There's been so few of them throughout the playoffs for me. At least let me have one. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so Houston has to win tonight to force the series back to Texas. So what's more important, getting a decent start from Framber Valdez or getting those bats going? I think it's 100% getting the bats going. I mean, if you look throughout the series, if you score like four or five runs, you have a good chance to win the ball game. And all the guys that, you know, we expect to be dudes in their lineup haven't shown up. I mean, Correa hasn't shown up. Bregman hasn't shown up. Jordan hasn't shown up. We'll see how he feels today. They need those guys to come in and get some big hits for him. They need to put up a six, seven spot today. Like, that's what they need to do to get the series back to Houston. And if they get it back to Houston, as an Astros fan, you're like, I feel pretty good about that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, they got freed and they got Ion lined up, but you have to come into our place. And win two game or win a game. I think we can win two games in a row. They're uh, the bats, though. Today have to get going one hundred percent. So a few things. Uh, they they had eleven left on base. They went over with runners in scoring position again last night. Not good combination. 
There, even Dusty came out and said, I'm thinking of moving Bregman out of that three-hole. He has struggled this postseason. He struggled last postseason. Something's going on, and they don't have time to figure it out. This is not, this is not a time to say, okay, well, let's just let him work through things. Mm-mm. I, there's got to be a lineup switch here tonight, don't you think? We'll see, man. We'll see. I think the players would be up, up for it, like anything. Like, it's all about getting the victory tonight. So, they're, it's not like Bregman can complain about it. He really hasn't been showing up. Um, we'll see what Dusty does, though, man. It's going to be interesting. Well, what, what would you do? You know the mentality of players. Would it affect him that much? I mean, shit, you can't get a worse performance. I mean, he'll be the first one to tell you that. No, I totally get it. Um, I'd probably take him, Bregman out of the three-hole, yes. Yeah. 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 You can move. You can move into six. Yes, you know something like that. Where you can, st- you know, Bregman's fine with that, and I think Dusty probably does make a move tonight. And by the way, um, Correa's got to start hitting. I mean, yeah, he's not out of that conversation either. I don't move Correa out. I don't know why. No, I don't either. No, no, no. Correa and Bregman, whatever it is, I leave Correa there. I, I, you can move Bregman. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you ran him out there the same way, too, now that I think about it. Same lineup, just run it back out. Well, you know, Kyle Tucker uh, has been hitting the shit out of the ball, but you cannot move him up to the three-hole because then you got three straight lefties, and yep. the Braves have like 17 lefties in their arm barn. So they're not going to be doing that. That's simple. All right, last one. Better reactions after the Braves went back-to-back, particularly after the Solar home run, because that's when everybody went apeshit. Or the catch by your boy Eddie Rosario stealing it from Jose Altuve. What was better reactions? I love Dansby's reaction to Solaire's homer. Like, he's so fired up. That's, like, legit raw emotion. But I'm going to go with Rosie's own reaction to his catch. I mean, this one? the other Rosie, the, the catch Rosie, my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to catch, we didn't really talk about that. I mean, it wasn't going to be a – didn't rob it. It wasn't a homer, but that's extra bases. Um, and you just saw him play it so perfectly. He got to the warning track, and as soon as he got to the warning track, he knew he was running out of time. That's when he, like, extended. I mean, his back was completely to the ball. Yeah. But ended out there, caught it, and then was even able to roll his shoulder. She didn't run into the wall. It was, like, perfectly executed. And, again, like, I'll just reiterate, everyone has played with the guy – knows like this is these are the moments that that kid plays for and he's yeah. he's thriving in them and i'm so happy for him because you can tell like he's genuinely like feeling himself he's calling himself super rosario like i'm just it's a pleasure to watch right now yeah it was uh it was fantastic i loved it now first of all swanson i think he probably blacked out during that whole thing when solar went deep that guy I mean, he went cuckoo. His hair actually started to get out of place. He was so crazy. Yeah, he looked a little ugly, which is hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that it's the stitches he got in his, you know, it looks like he got in a, you know, some sort of like gang fight in prison. Um, (laughs) But he actually just got clipped by somebody's helmet. I think after uh, after there was a walk off against the Dodgers in the NLCS, that's what happened. Um, I love the reaction on so many levels after the Rosario catch. It was a huge play because you got Brantley coming up next, and that guy is just a wizard with a bat. Could have been a tie game at that point if he gets a knock. So then you get in the dugout. There's Luke Jackson hugging Rosario. I love that. And then the shot they got of Altuve doing this was awesome. So kudos to Fox and all the hardworking camera people there behind the scenes who are working – double and triple time during all the commercial breaks because they're looking for shots like that 
and that was really, really funny. That was great stuff. It was. It was. They've they've been really good. I've been watching, and it, the production has been great. Yeah. No, it's it's been really good. I mean, it's that's that's why they do it. They do it way better than some people out there. Let's just put it that way. Okay, what are you doing for Halloween? Oh man, I got uh, flag football earlier to uh, early in the day today. We're gonna chill, then have some friends over. We do some cool stuff in the neighborhood. They shut a few streets down. Everybody, the decorations are wild, and then we just trick or treat, man. Okay, it's what do you? I know you guys are big into playing dress up, and I saw some of Olivia's pictures last night. What do you got? I was a cow, a last minute cowboy last night. I put together some stuff I already had in the closet. It wasn't like a real cowboy. Like my grandpa, uh, Grandpa Al from Montana, would have been disappointed in my cowboy outfit, but it worked for people in LA. Understood what it was. Tonight I'll be. A I have like a really comfy skeleton thing. We're gonna be walking a lot. It's cold out, so. And I have my mask. Okay. All right, good. I'll be working tonight. That's you true. Can... You don't have to, like, bring anything? No, not for work. Hey, listen, I don't make the rules, brother. I just I have to be a rule follower. We are not playing dress up on this. We will. I'm sure we'll have some sort of segment tonight on game day final at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. Shameless plug. Uh, I'll be with Andrew Hawkins, the wide receiver. I'm sure we'll be grading some of the best Halloween costumes because players are arriving to their game today in some great outfits. There's been some funny shit I've seen already. Like so it's too bad because I love Halloween. I've had some great costumes over the years with with my kids, but oh well. Oh well. Play roles. Can I so, can I make just a plea? Just real quick. Please do. <sighs> City of Atlanta, Atlanta Braves. I love you guys. I've been part of Braves Twitter now all season. Okay, it's been great. Do not win this game tonight. Do not win this game tonight, please. If you love me at all, you'll win game six in Houston, just for me, okay? If you can was, do one thing, just do that. Win in six. Thank you very much. So if you're, if you're new to the program, the reason that uh, Ploof is putting that out there is because he made national, if not international news, when on March 31st he tweeted out, Braves over Astros in six. Now, my nephew, Andrew – who's a degenerate gambler, texted me this morning, and he said, I did a little numbers crunching for your buddy Ploof. I don't know if you want to hear them. I don't. He said, if you had put $100 on that bet on March 31st, do you want to know how much you would win if the Braves get six? Yeah, I do. I do. $25.6 million. <laughs> I would, have, I would have been Clayton Kershaw up in here, man. 25.6? 25.6 million dollars. That's as long as the odds didn't change between March 29th and March 31st, he said. So he did it. That was the last time he found the odds. So it wasn't going to change that much. You might be down to 25.4 million. I got How you doing? I got you okay? I, I actually, I wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I really, everyone's going to be asking me, did you put any money on it? And I'm going to be the big dope that says, no, no, I did it for internet clout. That's my money. Now you cannot have it happen because if it happens in five or it happens in seven, you can live with yourself. If the Braves win this fucking thing in six, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. 
I, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I really wish you didn't tell me that. Woo. That was shitty of me. I'm sorry. I, didn't want to I shouldn't have done that. Are you okay now? You hate me, don't you? If they win in six, people just buy my NFT that I'm going to drop, okay? Just make up for the pain a little bit. Yeah. Are you hiding tears behind your little uh, googly-eyed glasses right now? <laughs> it's in here. It's right here. Okay. Let's get off that. What happens tonight? I don't know, man. You know, I'm over-predicting. I can't predict anymore. Framber, look, it's Framber versus Braves bullpen-ish. Um, you almost have to expect the Astros to come out and do something. Like, it's like the meme where they're, it's poking, like, do something, do something. Let's go. Astros offense, the best offense in the league, hasn't shown up. I expect them to show up tonight. I think the Astros are going to win. I think this series does go back to Houston. I think it goes back to Houston. I think you're going to be sweating it out for Tuesday night, saying, Astros, you better win because I cannot sit on this for the rest of my life. I think the Astros somehow find a way to win. I don't think their bats break out, but I think they do enough to get a W. Now the question is, you know, how much does Framber, does Framber give them an eight-inning start like he did in a big-time situation up in Boston in the ALCS? It's possible. We've seen it out of him. He's rebounded when a team has lit his ass up in the earlier part of the series. So maybe it happens. I hope it happens because I'm only rooting for more baseball. I don't care who wins. I want more baseball. So that's me being selfish. I just see uh, the offense coming around. I think Framber does okay, but I think the offense gets it going tonight. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Listen, dude, have everybody out there have a good, safe Halloween. Be careful out there. Check your kids' candy. I'm going to give you the little dad speech. Uh, if you're uh, crossing roads, be careful tonight. You never know what morons out there celebrating a little too much behind the wheel. Please be careful. We want you back here again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. You good, brother? Or you hate me? I'm sick. I'm sick. I shouldn't have told you that. I still love you. you. Know what, dude, internet cloud is where it's at. No one cares about money anymore. It's all about fame, okay? And look, we got that, don't – oh, not really. We're working on that. <laughs> At least I – yeah. Uh, do you have baseball today coming up? I'm good. Do you have uh, talking baseball? Baseball right now. I, I got to go for another hour here to talk about this. Hopefully I can just erase what you told me. Yeah. Just – you know what? We'll do the little – here we go. We'll do the little men in black thing. There. It's like it never happened. What happened? See everybody tomorrow.